On this episode of Take Talks Business, I have the pleasure of speaking with Charles Hackworth, Vice President of Hackworth Graphics Printing and Technology. Charles, thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Take Talks Business and uh, giving me the chance to stop by the shop and uh, learn a little bit more about what you guys do. Yeah, I know. I appreciate it, Take. Yeah. Glad to be a part of the show. Thanks. Uh, so before we jump into the to the business itself, um, do you mind giving a little bit of your professional background to our listeners just so they kind of have an understanding kind of where you've come from and that, that journey to where we are right now? Yeah, it'll be a short story. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, actually the family business has been printing. Okay. So I actually grew up in the in the uh, blueprinting business. That's how we started. Okay. Dealing with architects and contractors, engineers, and doing plans for buildings and schools and houses. Ah. Uh, so when I was coming up from, well, my parents opened their shop in 1974. Wow. Uh, so I would have been about seven or eight years old. Yeah. So I literally grew up in the business and uh, they had a previous business to Hackworth, which was called Engineering Media. Okay. And that was here until about 1990. Gotcha. Uh, we merged with another company that didn't last very long, and so we opened back up as Hackworth in 1991. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, so I went to Indy River High School, so local Chesapeake grad, went to Old Dominion University, got my degree in uh, finance. I didn't want anything to do with the printing business, so I interviewed around <laughs> uh, banks and um, stockbrokers, financial planners, insurance companies. Yeah. And then my dad walked up one day and said, I want to open a branch in the Outer Banks. Oh, and wow. I was like, that's me. So I'll do that. So I did that until we did the merger. And um, gotcha. when we you know, came back to this building, my parents had built the building that we're sitting in now. Thanks for oh, coming. Okay. Thanks for coming to our shop, by yeah, the way. Yeah, absolutely. Here. Uh, they built that, this building in 1982 with the previous company. Okay. So we came out of this building. It was totally empty. Nothing wow. in it. Uh, we really didn't want to go back in the printing business. We were a little burned out by it, but yeah. the Lord closed all the doors. We tried to go a lot of different directions, closed all the doors, and we went back into blueprinting. Gotcha. And actually had a friend um, in Tennessee gave us a blueprint machine, had a friend in North Carolina gave us a copier, and uh, had a vendor that said, hey, if you'll buy your paper from us, we'll give you a blueprint machine, and we'll use uh, commissions. We'll charge you a little oh, yeah. extra on the paper. And we'll use that as a rebate to pay for the blueprint machine. And that's how we started back in 1991. Wow. And so empty building at the time, it was about 13,000 square feet of empty space. Yeah. And we started just uh, me, my mom, and my dad, the three of us. And um, really, this is all I've ever known. I, wow. I actually have not worked for anybody other than my parents or for myself. So, wow. Yeah. And, and the fact that essentially friends, industry friends, were the ones that help you all kind of get restarted is a pretty cool story so yeah that's awesome um, so obviously because of the fact that you came up kind of within the industry like I, I asked people the chicken egg question like were you were you an entrepreneur and a business person first and then found your calling or vice versa in this case the calling kind of seemed like it was already there but even knowing that and having grown up in it do you feel like you still kind of had that, I mean, you talk about wanting to be in business, but being in business and being an entrepreneur and being and kind of having your own shop is completely different. I mean, was that something you were prepared for or was it still something that you had, you still had that learning curve to kind of figure out, yeah, this is what mom and dad have been doing is totally different than what I thought? That's a good question. Um, I love starting new things yeah so I like the challenge 
I'm a competitive person by nature. Yeah. I'm kind of curious because actually I was looking through your list of previous podcasts and it was amazing how many people on the list have actually done business with us, with nice. Hackworth, whether a government entity or a business or an organization. Yeah. So that was pretty cool to go through the list and see that. But um, yeah, I, uh, you know, there's a competitive part to me and I'm curious, it seems like my buddies that are friends that uh, I know that own other businesses and other industries are yeah. similar. There's a little bit of a competitive edge. You got to have that. You got to have some risk, yeah. willing to take some risk, and you yep. can't be willing to fail. Yeah. Uh, and so, I think that's in me anyway. Because yeah. in sports, always was competitive. Um, <laughs> don't mind being the leader of a group. You know, if we're in a group setting or if we're in another organization or something like that, that doesn't yeah. you know doesn't scare me away. Yeah. Uh, so I think for me, it was probably already ingrained. It just so happened that. Printing is what I came up doing, and printing is what I know, and you know, we've been really blessed, and uh, it's worked out. We've had a lot of failures. We've had some setbacks, and we've yeah. had some heartache, um, but I, you know, I wouldn't trade it. It's been, it's been good. So I, I think for me, I probably already had that kind of inside of me. I, I love, yeah. even, even now with everything that we do, when we start a new uh, service or yeah. start offering a new product, there's just something you know, cool and exciting about doing that. Yeah. You know? Well, and it's interesting because I know, at least in my case, be, simply because of what we use as, as a chamber partner and working with Mark and your team, um, we know what we know because in that particular case, it's primarily on the printing side or the decal side. Um, and, and I'm sure that's probably pretty consistent across. If somebody's already doing blueprints, that's what they know of you. But, right. but I even just getting to know Mark and then obviously getting to walk through today, I was, I've was i just been shocked, surprised, pleasantly surprised mm -hmm. at how diverse you really are with everything that you offer, both from a from a business side, even, even for uh, just a pure B2C product that you guys have. So um, just so our <coughs> listeners have a clear understanding, can you kind of walk through what those services are um, and kind of the differentiator between the different departments that you have. Okay, and how long is this going to be? How long is our <laughs> podcast? <laughs> you can do the 10 minute yeah. or you can do the 40 minute. Yeah. yeah. So like I told you earlier, this, that's, the hardest, that's the hardest job my marketing team has yeah. is getting the word out. Uh, it's amazing how many people, people that I know, even personally, yeah. and have known for years that will, something will happen, we'll be in a conversation and they'll go, I didn't know you did that. Yeah. Something will be meant, and you got to be kidding me. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's we work we work really hard at trying to get the word out. And usually, I just tell people, call me if it's yeah. anything printing related, marketing related, promotional related. Call me because even if we can't do it, we probably have a good partner we can refer you yeah. to. Um, so trying to do this in a nutshell, so I don't take up the whole time we have. <laughs> uh, so Hackworth is really split is really two companies in one, and I've okay. showed you a little bit about it. So we have technology in our. Uh, logo, yeah. and that's because we sell wide format equipment. Yeah. So we don't sell copiers, we don't sell laser printers, we don't do all that. But anything wide format, uh, what you would call maybe a blueprint machine or a, the scanners, or so Hewlett Packard, Canon, Kip America, Xerox, uh, Context, GraphTech. Those those names ring a bell with anybody. Gotcha. We sell those and we service those, and we sell those from Lower Pennsylvania to Northeast North Carolina. Wow. So we have service techs from Baltimore, DC, Richmond, down here in Tidewater. And then we also have sales reps that, that represent those products, uh, again, up in Maryland, D.C., Northern Virginia, 
uh, and then down here in southeastern so Virginia. So you're truly a mid-Atlantic business. From I mean, that standpoint, yeah. yes, wow. absolutely, on the equipment side. Yeah. And we're, it's a niche. I mean, there's, there's not a lot of people doing that. And okay. so the wide format equipment is a niche. And we're typically, again, selling into architects, engineers, contractors, manufacturers, gotcha. um, things of that nature. But the majority of the business is pretty close. It's probably like a 40-60 split yeah. is uh, the graphic side. And so Hackworth, the way I tell people is Hackworth is more of the printing side of the house. Okay. Again, we still do the traditional blueprinting, so yeah. we're still dealing with home builders and architects and contractors, and we're doing that. Uh, but our graphics department is the fastest growing part of the business. Gotcha. That's where most of the people are. Yeah. And so in there, I just tell people business cards to billboards. And so we're okay. running business cards, we're running flyers, we're running uh, envelopes, we're running folders, yeah. we're doing that kind of small format work. But we're also running banners, we're running posters, we're running yard signs, we're running uh, aluminum signs, we're running acrylic. You know, we're, we're printing on all of these different substrates. And I showed you in the back, some are roll to roll, yeah. magnets and uh, window graphics or window perf and window tint and those kind of things. And some are rigid substrates, more like your yard signs or your uh, in interior might be foam core boards for presentations or that kind of stuff. Yeah. But we're printing on wood, we're printing on acrylic, we're printing on aluminum, we're printing on PVC and plastic. Uh, so we're doing those kind of things. And uh, uh, and then we also have, we bought 10 years ago, the Hackworth family, we bought a sign shop, rebranded it the graphic shop. Okay. So the graphic shop is actually in this building and that's how we got into vehicle wraps. Yeah. And so through the graphic shop, we're doing vehicle wraps, we're doing ADA signage, we're doing building signage, we're doing the industrial screen printing that you see in the back. Um, and then Hackworth has a branch office in Suffolk. And so we're, yeah. we've got a staff of four out there. And so they're doing the same thing that we're doing here. And anything they can't do physically in Suffolk, we're doing at the mothership here in Chesapeake. Gotcha. And then we also have a branch up in Williamsburg. We're actually on the campus of William & Mary, so we're there to service the school. Oh, wow. But we also service our commercial accounts up in that marketplace. Nice. And same thing, anything that they can't do on the campus or on the campus shop there, yeah. uh, we're doing here in the mothership. And then our delivery service, I showed you dispatch out there. Yeah. So we've got our own trucks and vehicles and fleet. And so our delivery guys are running back and forth between the shops, they're running the customer's offices, our install team is running out to job sites to uh, put up signs or put up decals or wrap walls or whatever it may be yeah. uh, to help build, you know, brand businesses. And then lastly, we also have a marketing services division that our marketing team has put together. And so we're particular in who we deal with on that. We don't yeah. um, take anybody and everybody, yeah. but we help small businesses typically that don't, that need marketing help but don't have a market can't afford a marketing person yeah and so we're helping them with email blast social media website design things of that nature wow. um, so it's there's a lot going on there's yeah. a lot of moving parts and i'll just put a quick blurb we also hackworth also owns a majority share in a business in northern virginia called creative document imaging okay creative document imaging is about 20 years old they're a smaller version of hackworth so they're blueprinting they're selling equipment wide format equipment and they can also handle the graphics business uh, just on a smaller scale. But there's yeah. a, we have shops up there in Manassas, uh, Fairfax, and Chantilly. Oh, wow. And a okay. business partner that um, he runs the day-to-day -day operation up there for us. Nice. And so we're, we're using that to get into the Northern Virginia, D.C., Maryland market. That's cool. Well, and with the print shop in William & Mary, which I, I didn't know you, you guys had, um, are you able to, like even on the staffing side, do you have a, a partnership where some of the students are able to come in and work? Or how does that uh, that partnership work for you guys? Yeah, so no, we have, they're Hackworth employees. And okay. it's a Hackworth shop. It's like uh, Chick-fil-A, me in on the campus selling sandwiches. It's Chick-fil-A. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, we're branded up there as the William & Mary print shop. Nice. But it's, 
it literally operates as a branch of Hackworth. That's and so the cool. employees are Hackworth. Now we have had instances where we've needed help, and certainly if students are available and it works out, gotcha. uh, we'll we'll bring them in. But um, literally, because we're also handling commercial accounts, it's yeah. it's full time work. I mean, they're full time employees with a manager and a staff, and wow. got their own gear up there. And so yeah, but it's a um, it's a pretty interesting um, concept that we got invited to be a part of, and now we've been there seven years, wow. which is crazy. But uh, That's cool. But yeah, it's worked really well. It's worked well for us. It's worked well for the campus community. It's worked well for our commercial accounts up in that yeah. market. Yeah. Well, and talking about staff, and we were talking about, uh, for instance, your, your wrapping professionals and, and getting the training for that. And at a time when, as part of the chamber, like I basically can't have a conversation anymore today <laughs> without workforce coming up. So. Right. You look like you've got a pretty pretty strong staff. So how have you all managed the the workforce side of it? I mean, you had talked about some of the longtime employees that you've had on staff, and um, even with all the changes, can you talk a little bit about how you all have kind of managed that and and kind of the history behind those who have been a part of your team for for a while? Yeah. So we've been uh, incredibly again blessed. I may use that word more than more than ten times in this conversation. Yeah. Um, that's the question I get, again, when talking to friends and buddies and, and uh, acquaintances that have their own companies, uh, everybody's asking about people. Yeah. You know, are you losing people? Are you having trouble finding people? What's going on with that? And through the pandemic, we really didn't lose anybody. Uh, we were able to keep our staff. We did have some layoffs at one point. We were able to bring those people back when the PP, uh, PPP money came out and some other programs happened. Yeah. And then we, I think I showed you in the back some of the stuff we were doing during the pandemic yeah. uh, when it first began that first year. Um, we just got a ton of work. We actually actually had our best year ever Wow. Uh, back in 2020. So um, employees have just been really, have just been really good to us. I don't yeah. know. Our people are just so important to us. They're, they're what drives the bus. Yeah. And so we, we uh, have people that have actually been with us from the, I think I talked earlier about the previous company. Yeah. We actually have employees working here now that worked with my parents at the previous company. So wow. we've got 30 plus years uh, of people that have been with us. Yeah. And, um, but there's, I mean, I would say, oh gosh, maybe 20 or 25 people that have been with us probably 10 years or more. Wow. Out That's of our great. workforce. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, can't tell you. They'd have to tell you why they stay. I guess we treat them okay. Um, but and then we've had we've just been really fortunate when we have needed to hire somebody in the last couple of years. We've found really good people. Yeah. And one of the things we've done the last few years is we certainly want them to have certain skill sets and be able to come in and do the work. But we really changed our focus the last five, six, seven years on trying to find just good people. Yeah. And so really concentrating on people that would fit our culture here, that would um, fit in with the other workers, that we're willing to go the extra mile and do the things that, um, as Hackworth, we want to be known that yeah. you know we'll do what we need to do to take care of our clients. Uh, good attitudes, reliability, all those things that you're looking for, and then you know of course we want them to have the capabilities to do the work. Yeah. Uh, but there are some things we can train them up to do, and there are certain ways that we do things that I think our competitors maybe don't. Yeah. And so there is some internal, even people that we brought in from other shops. Uh, sometimes it'll take them a good four, five, six months to get yeah. acclimated to how we do it and how we do what we do here. But yeah, we've been really blessed with people. I that's mean, I great. can't say enough about our employees. That's, they're they're phenomenal. That's awesome. Well, and and because you all have the history you do, um, 
I mean, much like any other company in Hampton Roads or even in the United States for that matter, over the last, even if we just look at the last 30 years and you all celebrated your 30th anniversary last October, um, I mean, there's been a lot to go through, whether it was the pandemic, whether it was the crash in, in 08 or 09. Um, and then on top of that, certain parts of your industry have just gone through changes just in general, whether it's the what most people know is essentially old school printing with, like you said, the, the envelopes and the paper and, and the stationery to where people are doing things differently. But <clears throat> it seems like you've been able to continue to adapt with that is it just due because you you were willing to take on the challenge of bringing on all these different um, parts of the business or was it something that you all kind of had the foresight to say, okay, look, we, we need to have, as traditional printing maybe starts to slow down, we need to be able to, to be out in the forefront on stuff. Yeah, you're right, the, the uh, crash in 2008, 2009, I mean, that was an eye-opener. Um, I think that was the first time I actually had to lay somebody off, uh, so that was tough for me. Yeah. Probably waited too long to lay them off, actually, uh, to, to do layoffs back then. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so our industry has certainly changed, especially with the blueprinting. Uh, the architects, the contractors, a lot of that has gone digital now. Okay. Uh, you know, we used to print a lot of sets, and then you would distribute them to all the subcontractors, and they would look uh, through all yeah. these hard copy plans. Yeah. And now it's you know people are just sending PDF files and gotcha. you know uploads and downloads, and everybody's doing thing everything digitally. So our printing in that area certainly pulled dropped back. Yeah. Uh, but again, the graphics we just got really fortunate where people were asking us for, can you print me a banner? Can you print me this? Can you in color? Yeah. And as we started to look into that, and then um, actually what happened was I hired a young lady. Uh, she's no longer with us. She hadn't been with us for a number of years, but I hired a young lady that had been working at a sign shop. Okay. And when she came in and saw what we did and saw what our customer base was, she said, why are you not doing banners? Why are you not doing yard signs? Why are you not doing, you know, oh, wow. so I don't know much about it. And she said, well, I do. And so she helped us to pick out our first machine and helped us to pick out our vendors for the materials and kind of got us started. That's cool. And it's like she pushed a pebble off the hill and it just started gathering moss and you know, and uh, it just hasn't stopped. And That's so awesome. that continues to grow. But we've got, um, again, really good people. We go to trade shows, we're involved in our industry. Uh, we're involved in a national co-op with other companies like us. And so we get on conference calls and, and uh, go to re uh, national meetings you know, a couple times a year and you can share ideas and see what's going on. And so those relationships have been important yeah. uh, in helping us see what's out there and what's going on. And we've got great vendors, um, and they just continue to innovate and evolve. And so as those things come across, we look for ways to apply it to the customers we have. And so gotcha. I don't know, I can't say this was with a lot of foresight. So for instance, we <laughs> talked about the CNC router. Yeah. And I mentioned during the pandemic, who knew what a sneeze guard was? Yeah. <laughs> and we had just upgraded our router like six months earlier. And then all of a sudden, COVID hits, and everybody's cutting acrylic. And so, yeah. for months and months, we cut acrylic. And I wish I could say, well, you know, yeah. how how smart were we to put in this brand new CNC router? But it just kind of worked out that way. And yeah. you know, of course, timing is everything. And so, um, we've we and we've done some things where we thought we were doing the right thing that we had yeah. this great idea, and it flopped. Yeah. Uh, so I've been on both sides of it. So sometimes it's just timing and being fortunate, right place at right time, and. Uh, now it's you know being plugged in and I just keep banging on relationships and that's what I tell my people build relationships with our vendors build relationships with our clients um, you know you certainly got to do a good job and you certainly got to have quality and you got to have service and you got to be fair on your price 
but if you can build that relationship with them and yeah. they know they can call you and they can work with you and and uh, that you're open to new ideas and new thing and uh, new ways of doing things and and ways to improve our processes uh, that's what we're you know that's what we're looking for and that's somewhat of the mentality that we've adopted the last few years and I think that's that's what's kept us in the forefront yeah well and you, you talk a, a little bit about some of the mistakes is there anything when you look back from like a lesson learned that you go yeah gosh I wish I knew <laughs> then what I know now um, oh my gosh well I mean, it was a terrible time, but going back to the that nine months between the old company and the current company where yeah. we were in that merger, as a young man at that point, I learned a whole lot. Yeah. And I've applied that moving forward. We've acquired uh, several businesses over the years. Yeah. That's also been a part of our growth strategy. Um, sometimes planned and sometimes it's just kind of falling into our lap, the opportunities have fallen. Again, timing can be everything. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've used that to help me when I'm dealing with someone across the table um, as to, re to remember even 30 years ago how we felt the way things went after we merged. Uh, that was a huge learning experience. But I use the example too, we got into, you know, 3D printing is a thing now. Yeah. We were doing 3D printing in 2000, 1990, late 1990s, oh, wow. early 2000s when the first machines came out. Yeah. And we saw these things and thought this would be great. We're going to make a, you know, we're going to make a fortune. <laughs> and so we put it in and then a year later, you know, we had a couple of really big jobs yeah. and uh, big projects and they were okay. It, it was it was very limited technology back then, nothing like what you see today. Obviously, we're talking 20 years ago. Yeah. Um but it got to the point where we just almost rolled it out the back door and just, <laughs> but we found it. My dad actually found a buyer in Cleveland who said, I'll take it. And he literally that day threw it in the van, drove up on a, to Cleveland on a Friday, wow. dropped it off, picked up a check from the guy and came back and said, we're out of the 3D printing business. Wow. Uh, so, you know, you, you, you try things and uh, you try to do your due diligence and do the yeah. best you can. But, um, um, you know, you can't be afraid to make a mistake. You can't be, that's, how are you going to learn if sometimes you don't fail? That's sometimes where you learn the most. If you just are always winning, 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 um, I, I don't know. I, don't, I just, it may feel good at the time, but I just yeah. think you, you got to learn, you got to learn from your, from your bumps and your bruises. And exactly. so, um, but those are the two stories that probably stand yeah. out the most. There's plenty of other failures, don't get me wrong. <laughs> We've done plenty of things wrong. <laughs> well, and you have had a lot of great successes. Is there that one thing and I know this may be hard after 30 plus years of doing this, but is there that one thing that you look back on and go, you know, like if nothing else happens, I'm just proud that that was the one thing that we were able to pull off? Hiring Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. The one thing we were able to pull. Now we know why Mark showed up and has yeah. been quietly sitting over in the corner. So waiting for his waiting for his, yeah. his time to chime in. Uh, Self promotion, man. You gotta love it about there your marketing you go. director. That's right? why he's marketing. Exactly. Right. Um, no, I don't know if there's one thing I can look back on. We've just been uh, we've just been really, really, really blessed. I can't yeah. again. I just use that word over and over, but. Um, and the people we've met along the way and the relationships we built along the way and, and hopefully the relationships we're going to forge as we continue to, to move, you know, to move forward. Yeah. Um, you know, I was scared to expand. You know, we, we actually, the other thing we haven't even talked about is I, I, we actually have a small office in Richmond. And oh, in wow. Richmond, okay. it's just a sales office and it actually supports our equipment department. So we gotcha. don't do printing and those kind of things. Yeah. But I remember going to Richmond when we were here, we went to Richmond because there was a copier company in Richmond that wanted to get out of the wide format copier business. And they had okay. 20 or 25 accounts. 
And I thought, what are we going to do going to Richmond? You know, well, how are we going to handle that? Yeah. But we did, and we hired a tech in Richmond, and so and then that moved to Northern Virginia, and Northern Virginia moved to Maryland. Uh, you know, when our one of our business partners came and said, "Hey, we've got this opportunity at William and Mary to, to run a print shop," I'm like, "How are we going to do that?" Yeah. You know, but we we figured it out, and it it took six months to get our act together. Yeah. But we figured it out and we did it, and you know, moving to Suffolk, uh, just I don't know, just opportunities when they've kind of come our way. Um, one of the things I am proud of is taking that risk to expand, yeah. uh, to, to, be, to be willing to go that next step or that next level, even if it necessarily at the time wasn't on our radar. Yeah. Uh, now, there's no decision that as a family we, we don't pray through yeah. before we do it. Um, and sometimes the Lord opens the door and sometimes the Lord closes the door. And so, <laughs> and he closes the door sometimes when you really are, are really trying to open it yeah. really hard. You know, you're shaking the doorknob. Um, but no, we've, uh, I think being willing to take those risks and expand the business and grow the business, and uh, it's helped us to meet great people yeah. along the way and um, to hire great people to work for us. Yeah. And so I just, you know, I love that part of it. Like we talked about at the very beginning, just doing something new. Yeah. There's always an excitement to that when you're doing something new, just that, um, and, and a little bit of it being a risk, yeah. you know, there's a little bit of that edge. And so it kind of gets your juices flowing. So cool. I mean, looking back, I'm proud that we were willing to step out in faith and, and take some of the steps that we've taken. And that's yeah. really why the business is where it is today. It's not anything that Charles did or Dorothy or Charlie Sr. did. Yeah. Um, it's really just stepping out in faith and praying through things and the Lord opening some doors and, and uh, just, you know, timing and really good opportunities. That's yeah. awesome. Well, and you talk about, um, being blessed in, in your faith. And one of the things that, that I learned very early on in working with, with Mark is you, you all do a tremendous amount of giving back to your community. Do you mm -hmm. mind talking a little bit about that? I mean, I'm assuming that's just been part of the culture of who you are as a, as a business and the professionals you bring on. Yeah, and that starts with my uh, mom and dad. And my dad, I mean, I remember growing up, even when they were starting the, the first company and working midnights and me sleeping on the floor in a sleeping bag so they could finish a project. Wow. Um, you know, my dad's always been civically active in different things. And uh, even now, he's, I mean, he, he's writing checks all the time. He's writing a check to this group or that group and personally. And, yeah. uh, but as a business, yeah, we just, I mean, you, you have to give back. I mean, there's, there's, you can't take, take, take. Yeah and not be grateful for what you have and not be willing to, to give that back. There's so many great organizations and we certainly give to a lot of faith-based uh, Christian uh, organizations and uh, charities and things of the nature, but they're secular too. I mean, there's, there's just a lot of good, now you can't give to everybody. And so yeah. one of the things that's been hard for us is sometimes saying no. Yeah. And sometimes you have to say that. Um, and the other thing we've, we've done in the last few years is, uh, and it's allowed us to actually spread the wealth a little more is go to some of these, when these groups sometimes approach us because they all need printing, they all need signage, they all have events, they're marketing their, their they, they need to raise funds, right? Yeah. And so there's uh, all kinds of events or shows or banquets or whatever it may be and they need marketing for that and yeah. marketing materials for that. So we're constantly getting asked for those things, which is fine, yeah. uh, but you can't say yes to everybody. So one of the things we've done uh, the last few years is just ask them to cover our cost. 
So they need a banner for event. You know, maybe I can't give you that banner, but if I give it to you, it costs. Yeah. And usually that's a that's a win-win, right? Mm-hmm. We're able to help them out. We're not going to make money off of it, but we're able to help this organization go and reach more people or or to do their thing, whatever that may be. Yeah. And it's you know it's at a discount to them, and so it's not a you know it's usually within budget. It's something that they can pull off. Yeah. Um, we've even helped organizations with websites and social media and and things of that nature. So. Uh, it's wide open as far as what we can offer, yeah. uh, but now we, it, it allows us to do a little more for for more organizations, and it's kind of a win-win for both parties. But yeah, you have to give back. You can't just you can't just take and uh, um, and that's very important. And our employees see that, and our employees deal with a lot of these organizations. We build on that relationship with that organization, so that they know who to call when they need something or need help. Uh, and we, we want to be that kind of company. We, we want to be known for that. And uh, I, hope, I hope all companies do that. I mean, yeah. I'd like to see everybody be that way. But yeah, very important to, to give back to your community. And it's one way that we serve others. And yeah. you know, we're called to do that through our faith is you know, love God, love others. And one way to do that is to serve others. And we can sometimes serve by doing what we do. And sometimes it's financial. And sometimes it's uh, you know, trade or a product. And yeah. sometimes it's time. Um, but you know, give back, give back with the business, and give back in our personal lives, and that's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Well, and even even within the associations, I mean, to your your credit, to Mark's credit, Mark's been very um, uh, active within the chamber. Um, we all have been uh, small business of the year recipients in the twice. past twice. <laughs> um, so it, it it is. I think it does reflect across all, all sorts, whether it's business to business, whether it's business to consumer, whether it's the nonprofit community. It's. I think it shows through. So, um, and I know the the business community and the the community as a whole are grateful for that. But so before we wrap up, and especially since we do have Mark and, and the marketing, we're uh, done already. Guru oh, in here. Oh yeah, goodness. it's a, it goes pretty quick, doesn't it? It does. Um, but I wanted to make sure. If, the, if somebody is interested in working with you, um, connecting with your team, how do they connect with you? Where do they go? Yeah, so the website, and this is one of my marketing snafus. I'll take, I'll take the blame on this. But So the website is www.hackworth, H-A-C-K-W-O-R-T-H dot C-O dot okay. co. So all the time we have this where people think, oh, they forgot to put the M on there. <laughs> it should be hackworth.com. Yeah. And we've been trying to buy hackworth.com for gotcha. a few years. Uh, but everything is .co, and so yeah, All they can right. go to the website at hackworth.co uh, for the graphic shop for vehicle wraps and building signage. They can go to TGS for the graphic shop TGSVA ah, okay. .com, and then uh, Hackworth's number is seven five seven five four five seven six seven five, and they can just hit if they don't want to go through the whole tree yeah. uh, answer tree, they can just hit zero, and okay. somebody will answer the phone. They can ask for what they need, and then uh, email is hri at hackworth.co. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Well, wonderful. Well, everybody remember .co, not .com. <laughs> yeah, please don't put M so. on there. We'll never see it. <laughs> well, Charles, I really appreciate you taking the time. Show me around, uh, introduce me, um, and give our listeners an opportunity to, to learn more about uh, the Hackworth family. So congratulations on your success. Thank you for all you do in the community, and, and thanks for giving me the time to talk to you today. No, I appreciate the opportunity, Tag. I really do. Awesome. And thank you to the listeners of Tag Talks Business. We'll catch you on the next episode.